Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura, and Rob. Hello. Hello. Good day, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. So today is International Women Day. So happy International Women Day. Yay for women. Yay for International Women. <laughs> all women, all women. All women are international. Mm-hmm. And so Rob will bless the cacao for us. Thank you. Yes, I am the women's representative on this beautiful day today. <laughs> so if you have a cup of cacao, Laura. I have a cup of cacao. Focus. Sorry. Please put your phone down. <laughs> we all do it too. Just not in the middle of blessings. Just bless the medicine. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Place the cacao close to your heart. Take a deep breath and breathe in the beautiful aroma. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for all of those involved in cultivating, preparing, and providing the cacao for us to drink today. Thank you, Melissa, for preparing such a delicious-smelling cacao. Mm-hmm. May this cacao open your heart, bring in peace and tranquility, and help you connect with all the international women in your life. Aho. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Rob. You are welcome. I, I feel very honored to be sitting here with two women, and Laura's mom is from the Philippines, and Melissa is from Italy, so you are literally international women. We are. And it is, it is day. So for me, it is always International Women's Day. Yeah. And it's fucking great. <laughs> so I was surprised that, so this morning I woke up and I had all my Italian friends sending me oh, best wishes or for the International Women Day, and like, oh, why there's not this big celebration here in the States? Um, and so, and, and it's so nice in during the International Women Day, and then we talk more about where this originated, and I was just ch- reading before, uh, checking on internet, and it was different than the story I've always heard about it, so it's funny. <laughs> But what happens in Italy is like men, like just rub it now, just do all the things for women that day. <laughs> I guess people say it should always be that way, but like <laughs> even in school, it's like, okay, it's International Women's Day. So the, the teacher, the teacher would be, okay, so we just, <laughs> we just uh, test boys, not girls. And then boys comes and <coughs> all men or boys or whatever, doesn't matter the age, just bring flowers to women anywhere you go, any store, you just have all these flowers and it's golden mimosa. It's mm. a specific yeah. flower because it's beautiful. It, yeah, you missed the boat on that one. Where, where, where are our flowers? Where, where are our flowers? Uh, man, <laughs> Melissa looked at me first thing this morning and asked me where they were. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no flowers for, t- for us for today. And it's like the golden mimosa. It's I don't know if you know how it is, but it's like this 
Well, the picture like you showed me is beautiful. Yeah, it's a shrub with like these flowers that are like little balls, but like very like I don't know fluffy mm-hmm. and smells amazing. And that's when they blossom in March. That's why it became the flowers for the International Women's Day in Italy. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, they're really beautiful flowers. Thanks for not getting us some. You're welcome. <laughs> which, which brings me to the follow-up question is, when is International Men's Day? <laughs> I don't think there is an International Men's Day. There's no International Men's but, Day. Okay, so... That could be a good idea, though. Yeah. But I'm not an international man, so... But looking on the International Women's Day website, it's, um, it's really about... Uh, it says celebrating women's achievement, raising awareness about discrimination, taking action to drive gender parity, and it's really about equality, where um, they're trying to raise awareness about you know how right now, and and I know that's true in the workforce. I mean, you, you know, if you put a man and a woman in the same job, a woman's going to make less, right, than a man, and so I think this is this day is truly about honoring women and um, raising awareness about equality in the workforce and ever, our everyday lives and what we can do. Um, so, yeah, so no, no, you're not going to get a men's day. You guys already get enough. <laughs> enough recognition. It's all right. Just, it was just a question. Didn't mean to trigger you. No, I'm, I'm not triggered. Just kidding. So the, the story that I've always been told... He was that in this factory in the UK, it was a textile factory, and so it was only women, and it was in the early 1900s or end of 1800s, you know, around the time when the Industrial Revolution happened, and so the workers did not really have many rights, and so these women were, like, locked in during the work to work the whole time. And there was a fire, so they all got killed. And that's what started the celebration. I mean, not the that, celebration of terrible. death, <laughs> but like the awareness of also women rights in workplace. But I was checking before, just before this podcast, and the story was a little different. And <laughs> but it was still about like women activism. And it was the first Women's Day was actually in New York in 1907 or 09. But then this date, 8th March, it was because of a protest that started in, the, um, in Russia that then, that then started the February Revolution and the Communism Revolution. So it's interesting how actually this day and activism started in New York and then went a little bit around the world and now in the States it's not as celebrated as much as in the rest of the world which at the same time surprised me because in in this country they always love to have an extra excuse to sell more things. Yeah, Hallmark <laughs> hasn't figured it out yet but they will. Uh, I bet you if you go to a store you'll find a card for it <laughs> somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it, like in Italy or Europe, it's, it is as big as Valentine's. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because it seems like Italy knows how to celebrate. It's, it's people. Women. It's women. 
It, it is yeah. very nice, I have right. to say, like having this day and you go around and everyone just like congratulates you to be a woman and give you flowers. Everywhere. As it should be. As it should be. I'm just saying. Why y'all keep looking at me like that? None of us would be here without a woman. It's true. Think about that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Know. You know, I mean, women, we're the bearer of, li- of life. So we should be celebrated. As yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. I celebrate you every day. what's so funny about that it's true it is true so we were Mm. talking about the other day and just like for the men who are listening I I want to just preface and say that I absolutely love and respect all men as well as all women Um, I I disagree in like women activism or any activism that creates divisiveness and like me is better than you, mm-hmm. but we're all here as a piece of the same puzzle. Yeah. So I absolutely admire um, the masculinity, especially the divine masculinity, right? When we talk about toxic or whatever, it's just distortion. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here for. Like by here, I mean, uh, I mean, us would, the work we're doing in coaching or with plant medicine is to to re- bring back the balance and celebrate the divinity in us mm-hmm. and also how our soul choose the body we're in to celebrate a particular energy. So uh, so that's just to say that. So I absolutely admire and love also divine masculine as well as divine feminine. And having said that, we were talking with Laura the other day how as women we go through, like our body goes through processes. It goes through so much. Yeah. You know, it's amazing what uh, what our our bodies are put through, you know, from, you know, the time that we're, you know, we start our menstruation, you know, at like the age of, well, it, it can start at as early as 10 for some mm-hmm. girls and up to like 13 for the most so in that time frame, between that time frame until even in your 50s, 60s, your body goes through so much, you know, and it really isn't like amazing what we have to deal with on a monthly, on a daily basis, really, mm-hmm. even with our hormones. So that men don't have to even think about at all, right? And then you got to layer on top of all the crap that you all do to yourselves, like yeah. makeup Just, and shaving armpits and legs <laughs> and all. I mean, all the other stuff that you go through. The grooming, um, right? Yeah. It's really nice to be a man. Yeah. The grooming doesn't have to be done. <laughs> Say, I mean, we don't have to do that part of you it. You choose to do it. You oh, choose. Yeah. But like the menstruation, that is not a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, it is not a choice. You go through that, like, cycles of hormones that change throughout the months, and then you mm-hmm. have more energy in a certain part of the months. You're mm-hmm. more tired, more hungry, and um, many women have mood swings and mm-hmm. be, are more irritable, and then pain in your body. Yeah. But at the same time, is how beautiful is that our body each month creates a new organ. Right. To... to yeah. Be able to embrace new life, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't happen, it clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful process, and just what your body does. I had you know having three kids, I've had the opportunity now to experience this amazing feat 
of where my body just knew what to do and did it for not like even longer than nine months, you know, even after when I was breastfeeding the kids, my body just knew what to do and it did it. And I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> you know, from a mental capacity. I, I didn't think about it. My body knew. My mm. body just knew. And it was so amazing to me to go through that process. And it just knew how to create this being. Or milk or anything. And you had to birth the being. Like, so I, like, give, just giving birth alone, I Mm. was terrified. Cause I mean, you have a watermelon coming out your hoo hoo. It is not normal. (laughs) And I was terrified of that. And I'll tell you, my body just knew. I didn't have to think about it. My body knew how to get, how to, to, to birth that. And it was just amazing. The whole process was absolutely miraculous and just beautiful, really. And when you look back on, like, I really do appreciate my body because it, is, it just does know how to do so much for me. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, collectively, you know, like, women in general are absolutely beautiful, just magnificent, magical beings, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, and also I heard, you know, when the baby is born, so our brain is able to connect with the brain of the baby. It's like mm-hmm. one, really that connection that we may feel during the medicine, but it's like 24-7 with the baby. So mm-hmm. the mother knows what the baby needs. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, you can't even describe it into words, but you absolutely do. It's like you're completely connected to this mm-hmm. little being that you created, and it's a very special bond. It's a very special, like, um, connection. And, yeah. yeah. I was... I was going to say, like, some moms don't have it, and it is possible yeah. um, that does happen. But the majority of women, that does happen to mm-hmm. I, I think that all women have it. They just have to tune into it and be open yeah. to it. Yeah, I don't think my mom had it. <laughs> well, she wasn't tuned into it yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a, I, I think it's for modern society, I mean, modern uh, lifestyle, and requiring from, from women too much... Uh, it's more like, and it's a little bit of, we created that as a women movement. Like we ask for equality, we ask for equal rights, and then it went a little bit out of control in the sense that instead of um, like reclaiming equality for our difference, we were like, oh, we can do everything men can do. And okay, it's true, but then like we find we're finding ourselves in a situation of being so much into work until maybe nine months of pregnancy and just like celebrate as being a hero and then go back to work after three months uh, that the baby is born. While actually there's such an important process, so important yeah. to just allow the process to happen. Mm-hmm. We are creating new life, a new generation. And so the new world how important is that to just take the time, no stress, no worry. All those emotions will be woven into the baby. Yeah. And so I think those women that they, they and because they, everybody do something because they think it's the best thing. Right. And they think it's the best to go back to work and to be that kind of hero. And then they disconnect and... That's fine. I personally think um, 
it's so beautiful to reclaim instead the femininity in that sense. Like, do not throw the baby with the or the bath or the bath water with the baby. No, mm -hmm. what is the thing? But I mean, I mean by that, like uh, keep some of what the tradition taught us. Yeah, not just because then the tradition then became a distortion of then having abuses against women, but the tradition also had some wisdom of how raise the babies, for example. So keep that tradition and just, but also the, um, sorry, I got distracted. There was some <laughs> noises behind. <laughs> but I mean like learning for what is good from the tradition the reason why and adapt it to what is the the life right now mm -hmm. yeah I know like um, for me personally when I for our first baby well for all, all three of the babies actually that we had um, I stayed home with the baby for three months but that was the time frame that my job told me that I could and mm -hmm. then after that, I went back to work. Yeah. And, and you know, I, absolutely, I had this, this feeling in my um, gut that I was just like, I don't want to go back to work. I want to be home with my babies. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I went back to work, right? Yeah, that's what it so, is here, so. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. and that's just, that was, that's sort of what people do. And I know for me personally, when um, I ended up quitting my job and being a stay-at-home mom, my kids were a little bit older, but not by much, three, five, and seven, at the time when I did that. And it was the best thing I could have done. Yeah. Not only for them, but for me. Mm -hmm. um, it really did help me become a better mom, I think than if I had stayed at work. It was great for me, too. It helped me become a better dad. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, stigmatized social roles, but, you know, we kind of fell into that mom, you know, at home with the kids and well, dad at work. And it yeah. worked for us. It was absolutely yeah. beautiful. And I think everyone needs to find their own rhythm. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I've always wanted you to be home with the kids and, you know, as happy as you could possibly be in life. Yeah. But also there was a stigma um, about being successful, or at least a, not a stigma. It was a um, Pressure belief. from your mama. Well, that too. <laughs> but there was a belief. I had an inherent belief that in order for me to have, to be successful in life and have that sort of word bestowed on me. Oh, Laura, you're successful. You know, being a stay-at-home mom wasn't part of my belief system at the time. It was, oh, I need to make a whole lot of money and mm -hmm. have a, a job that um, has a lot of uh, importance. And so I, you know, back then, I, I totally believed it, I, you know, bought into that. And so I don't now, and now I have a completely different belief system. But back then when we were having kids, you know, uh, yeah, that was definitely different. Well, I was, that was in a time where you were trying to become somebody because society told you you need yeah. to go to school and graduate and get a job and make something of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And no one ever included in that, oh, being a mom and raising a family. It was no. always, you know, success in business or careers or making money or status or yeah. whatever it is. 
But on top of which, I think women have to work so much harder than men to get that same status. And I think, at least for me, I was in the IT industry, and every I worked with all men. I mean, it was all men uh, around me. And I had to prove myself even harder, you know, and work that much harder. I mean, I literally worked 80-hour weeks. I mean, I worked my butt off to basically become just as good, if not better than my male counterparts, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's also part of like what women have to do. We just constantly are working hard to do the same things as men. But in actuality, we're like better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Well, but being, being in IT myself and understanding that dynamic, right? you know what I'm talking about. I hired mostly women <laughs> because well, I knew that they worked harder and in general, <laughs> on average, were better at their jobs because there, there is in certain industries this underlying patriarchy and, and brotherhood and buddies promote buddies, and you yeah. hire who you know mm. and who you're friends with. And, um, you know, that leads to an environment where, you know, women coming into the field who are outnumbered are kind of on the outside looking in. And you got to work a lot harder, and yeah. you got to work a lot smarter. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, not to diminish what you're saying, because I think it's you're very accurate, but... Um, from my... And, I mean, we were part of the... I, we're both in IT, but you were in sales, Mm-hmm. I was actually in in the tech side of it. Mm-hmm. So on the tech side, if a male and female went to an interview about like a, an engineering project, nine out of ten times a man's going to get the job, even if he doesn't even have the same qualifications. So it's just a, it is a, a male driven field. I think that's changed a lot over the last. I decade. hope so. Yeah. And that would yeah. be wonderful so. if that was the case. Yeah, it, it's definitely. But it wasn't when I was in the field. That's all I'm saying. No, we're we're seeing a of a huge gender shift mm-hmm. right now. And, and you see it in it's the news. Italy keeps celebrating it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you see all the stuff with, you know, gender identity and fluidity mm-hmm. and, and, and all these things. And really what we're doing is we're transitioning from, you know, at least here in this country, from a very masculine-centric society that's, you know, focused on producing and building mm-hmm. and expanding. And those are all very masculine kind of... Um, activities and we're slowly transitioning into actually probably not all that slowly more rapidly but we're transitioning into a society that's more based on communication and care and love Mm -hmm. and feeling and and i see that all around me and it's so more prevalent today than it was in the 70s or 80s for sure so as that continuum shifts you know um i think we're gonna go down the road of seeing a much more um, loving and compassionate culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I, my wish is for this country that by doing that, there will be more of a welcoming also of like motherhood and mother and mm-hmm. seeing that, like for me, it's like if a woman take uh, five or ten years to be a mother and then go back to to, to find work, that it's, it's that should be in your resume. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I raised three kids. I can do anything. I can do anything, literally. <laughs> Trust me. It, That's what's your, like, I have three kids. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Like, I mean, I, I yeah. I, I, it, it's, when you think about how much yeah. work and effort and all the things you have to know and do. In Leadership. Order to, yeah. And, <laughs> 
Like I wore so it, like when um, mothers wear so many different hats in in general when they're raising mm-hmm. their kids. You know, you're a chauffeur, you're a counselor, yes. you're a playmate, uh, whatever. You're a, you're a doctor, you're a, do- you're yeah. a chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> name it all. Exactly. Like you wear so many different hats, and you wear them. All day, every day. There is no break. You don't get, you know, it's just mm-hmm. what you do. So not recognizing that in, you know, in the world, I think is, I really do hope, like, your wish, I really yeah. do wish the same thing, that it's more highly recognized and and um, admired. Yeah, and as you said, like, you just had three months for motherhood and it's well, the first time I heard that I was shocked because <laughs> in Italy you have at least three months for the last three months trimester or pregnancy and then you have six months after and it can be pro- um, prolonged so you can have more yeah and like in Sweden which I think it's even better they have three years I know right like and it's like yes because the baby she... needs those three years mm-hmm. and then to go to kindergarten at the point also the baby and the mother needs to start to separate a little mm-hmm. so it, it just follows what life is and for everyone that discuss or think about uh, who will pay for that blah 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 we're talking about new generation we're talking about creating a new world mm-hmm. so you want a new world where babies or kids just are born in the best way possible and grow the best way possible so that we can build a world that it's more like like every all of us wants be joyful enjoy mm-hmm. harmony no war or we want a place where people continue to be hurt because they didn't have that right because you know so, as you know i mean a lot of traumas that happen to people um, are in that formative years, in that first, you know, five years of life, there's mm-hmm. a lot that can happen to, a, you know, a person yeah. that creates these traumas in us that are very unconscious. We have no idea that these traumas have occurred, but yet they do. Mm-hmm. And um, if the mom and even, and the dad, but if the parents can be more involved um, and be there with the children in the beginning, it, I think that we might see mental health issues, de- you know, decline. And as well as during the pregnancy. So Sadhguru explained, and it makes sense, how important it is for a pregnant woman to really be in the best mood state she mm-hmm. can be. And I agree with that because by my experience with the medicine, I did have to get, I mean, heal and get read and release of like certain emotions or trauma that have been just woven into me mm-hmm. while I was in that stage in the belly mm-hmm. and it was anxiety and worries yep. that is woven into me and I still sometimes because it's hard it's like oh it is in my cells yeah well they were being created mm-hmm. so how important is that to remember that what you are doing your body is doing but you're contributing by being in the best state as possible. But yeah. we don't consider that. And yeah. it's important to start oh, it's considering very important. it. 100%. I completely agree. Like the mental state of the mother during pregnancy absolutely affects the baby. Um, and they've shown that. I mean, that's scientific. So, you know, if you can start as early as, as, as conception in terms of your mental health, uh, the woman's mental health and you know, as a man supporting that, 
And, and you did. I mean, you, you, were, you were fabulous for, like, for, for me. I had a very hard pregnancy for almost, for the first two at least. And <laughs> the third, you were literally allergic to it. Okay, well, okay, so all, all right, all three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had really hard pregnancies, and Rob was like a godsend um, in, in terms of taking care of me. So my mental health was great. I mean, other than, you know, you know, I wasn't feeling great. I didn't have any worries or anything like that. You always took care of that. So I'm, I'm very blessed to have a partner who is very supportive. But, mm-hmm. you know, for those of our listeners, I mean, it is really, truly very imperative that um, the women have that kind of support to help yes. because that will only help the baby. Yeah. yeah, and I think with this comes in what we were talking also at the beginning, the beauty of the divine masculine and divine feminine that comes mm-hmm. together in this yin-yang union, and yeah. we are just complementary. We're different and complementary, but in this being different and complementary, we are e- of equal value, and that's what I think with female movement activism as a first movement for God, but it's okay, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Remembering that it's equal value in the difference because we are complementary. And it's just, when you see it that way, it just, to me, it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just so beautiful. Exactly. Um, yeah, the beauty <laughs> Rob. is... Rob. We, we get it, Rob. <laughs> the beauty is we all, we have this divine masculine and divine feminine within us. Each part. And... Um, in fact, one, I think it was my second journey with uh, Mother Ayahuasca, or the third. It was, um, it was really all about that divine feminine and embracing the divine feminine and balancing the divine feminine with the divine masculine and then truly honoring each one for the different, mm-hmm. different things that they each provide. And... When you can look at someone and say, and, and and really truly value and appreciate their divine feminine that's within them, or their divine masculine with that is within them, and honor that, uh, it really does, I think, help your own. Mm-hmm. What's the word I want to use? The, your own sort of wholeness. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we all definitely are a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. And it's a scale. I mean, you see some people that are totally masculine. And you see some people that are totally feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it goes all along the spectrum till you get to you know, transgenderism and, you know, all those other things, which we can have a podcast you know, about. But, um, you know, me personally, I think I fall more on the side of being in tune with the feminine. I prefer being around women. Um, although I've done mostly masculine things in my life, so I fit in real well there, well there but I'm very comfortable um, being around women and all women. And it feels like kind of you're on the total opposite well, side of that spectrum in that well, you you sounds... know, you're very comfortable with the masculine yeah. and you... you're in tune with your masculine side. So we almost kind of, you know... Meet somewhere. Yeah, but there. I don't know how in tune with your feminine side you are. Well, I'm not a woman, but <laughs> well, I'm definitely no, 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 more no, in tune qualities. with my feminine side. I would than say you sound you sound Italian more than anything. I sound Italian. <laughs> uh, well, that just fucks everything up now. I don't even know what's going on. That's like in Italy. Like it was it surprised me to hear 
all girl nights or all men nights, this this division in Italy we're always everyone's night. We really don't have much of this separation. We we have a lot of like as women we have a lot of men friends and vice versa. Uh, as men with a lot of women friends and it's um and we respect a lot of friendship right so of course there can be some attraction involved in people that's why i really think twice about because if you're friends you're friends but it's so normal if a man and a woman go out nobody would assume as first thing they're lovers mm-hmm. they would assume as first thing they're friends except of course you see certain behavior that like I'm doubt I'm doubted. Okay, I was gonna say and that's word and I can't say, but like <laughs> certain behavior that for sure you you can tell 100% they're together, but people do not assume they're together just because it's a man and a woman alone. Yeah, I don't know. Here I think they assume that if a man and woman's together. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's always that, the, the cues that you get from their body language and such. But um, I think in general, like people just assume if a man and woman yes. are alone together, not in a group setting, but alone together, that it's a date mm-hmm. or... Or even, even if you're friends. I, I've had some really close friends of mine that were women. And my male friends swore that, you know, we were a thing. And I tried to tell them, like, nope, we're just friends. And they had a really hard time believing me. You know, yeah. Lisa... Uh, Darcy's one, yeah. Lisa McCarthy. Yeah, I know. Or um, also like, uh, um, also like, if you then date someone, you know, and then as a man, you still have like girlfriends. In Italy, it's normal because, well, even the woman has boy or man friends, so it's not going to be like a source of jealousy because you know, yeah. like, of course, again, like, except there is something that obviously tells you there's something more. But other than that, it's normal. And even if you're in a couple, you will still go out with your men friends and it's okay because it's normal. So yeah. it's different. Well, and like going back to what Rob was saying, I really feel like there is a distinction. Can men and women be friends or is it always some sort of attraction? Um, and you, you've, I think, uh, was it Seinfeld? There was a show that was all about that. But Yeah, I, I mean, know. from my experience, but I've, I grew up around women. I was always in, involved in women's groups and activities. And I mean, it's just something that I was well, you're more... you're comfortable with the divine feminine. I, I'm very comfortable with it. So yeah. for me, the answer is yes, unequivocally. Mm-hmm. I have very many um, women friends that there's no chance of anything ever happening Um, and I don't even really look at it that way but you know I'm 50 so I mean it's probably a different answer from a 20 year old but you can still see like as I said there's a whole country Italy where this is happening all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's also like I keep well you're saying that I have this song in my mind it actually says that there's a rules of friendship and if you're friends with a woman nothing will ever happen sexually Mm. period because it's a no. great relationship to have. Yeah. And it's funny, it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like how these things happen culturally and then like uh, then art or whatever just like uh, confirm it. But yeah. Well, I- I've seen this <laughs> cultural difference provide challenges for you. 
because <laughs> your expectation is what you just described, that yes. men and women can be friends and they're friends first. Mm-hmm. And I think with you, American men get the wrong idea because they don't think friends first. Oh. Yeah, right? I, I think friends first. Yeah, yeah, so you think friends first and you're friendly and they think, wow, oh, she's interesting. look at this beautiful woman, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's, so, she's the woman of my dreams. Yeah. Would I'm going to get married w- tomorrow. I, I, Can I, I invite you for coffee or a sleepover? <laughs> I, told, I, told, I told you, it's being Italian. It's nothing about me. It's my being Italian. That's not true. I know other Italian people who don't suffer from the Kavorka like you. <laughs> what other Italians do you know? I've, I've met other people from Italy. It's just, you know. Oh, well, Okay, so how did you get from the divine masculine to divine feminine to <laughs> me? <laughs> well, both you and Laura are really in touch with your, your masculine side. Yeah. Um, so it's really easy for you to engage with men and talk to men and be on the same level with men. Other women will probably have a challenge with that. Hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know. I'm, Laura, I, know. Laura, I mean, me and Laura would go fishing, shoot pool, Watch football. I mean, those are all very masculine things to do, though. Well, I think you, know, you love doing those things and you enjoy them. Well, I think there's a difference don't. between. Well, let's define divine feminine and divine masculine, though, right? I think divine masculine has more to do with being organized and um, like trying, like fixing things, not. Not necessarily like with tools, but I mean, actually fixing like problems or the way your men, your their minds work is they're always trying to organize and fix. And um, sounds like IT work. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> which is where like my divine masculine was right. perfectly happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I my divine masculine came out a lot with that. Um, whereas the divine feminine is more in the heart space. Right, so mm-hmm. it's really just your feelings and nurturing and taking care of, and that, so that's really what I view divine fem, <clears throat> excuse me, divine feminine and masculine as, versus you know, do I like football or like mm-hmm. you know, to fix some like the sink. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, football's definitely a very masculine I- thing, but it also represents games and strategy and you know there's a lot of other things that fall on to the masculine side no, of the no, spectrum no, I get there that. that's I why there that. ain't no women's football you there's know? women's football eh, it's a fucking lingerie league right, well I mean, i'm just saying not there is football. there are and there are women that do that stupid show so i mean yeah you can have um you know qualities that are that match the divine masculine which i would say Football would be included in that. But in general, I think the divine masculine and the divine feminine really has to do with, like, um, uh, like uh, what, not, yeah. not characteristics, but like... Uh, Some certain quality of energy. Yeah. So you have the yin and the yang. Yeah. So the yin is more the feminine, the yang the masculine, or the moon and the sun. The yeah. sun is more the masculine. Yeah. The so, moon is more the feminine and yesterday I was listening to Sadhguru again about the moon because it was a full moon. Mm-hmm. And like he was saying how the energy of the sun, is, it's the strong energy that everyone gets no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone, by mean, meaning everything on earth. And that has this 
energy to push through life. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is very divine masculine. Well, the divine feminine, so the moon is just subtle, intoxicating life that brings the beauty. Mm-hmm. Like gentle and, yeah, yeah and nurturing and guiding. And, yeah. Yeah. And brings this, the beauty in life. So you need the, the strength to push life through. And then mm-hmm. you need something to enjoy it and see the beauty. Yeah. So that's why we both have those two mm-hmm. elements. But also, like, it's as we see in the universe or everything, it's like a, the infinity of being replicate, right? And small and bigger and bigger. So inside us, we have masculine and feminine and then outside we have we're separating masculine and feminine mm-hmm. and like then we're always uh, doing that and then you have yeah. earth and the sun or the moon and the sun so you have this separation that we represented even though then if you go when you go in you still have those two elements mm-hmm. in so yeah yeah that's the beauty and I, I of think, yeah i think that's beautiful and it's really about balancing the two also mm-hmm. within us and I would right. say as as woman or as a man, but like as a as today's in like International Woman Day, for me it's also a journey of balance and brings together my masculine and feminine side. But still like how like if you see the yin and the yang, how the masculine energy can be expressed through me as female. Correct. So like the power of the queen. Mm-hmm. instead of the power of the king the right. power of the queen which is still powerful mm-hmm. but it's different right and, and i think that's what the female activism has um failed to see so far mm-hmm. and i think that's what we're here for to like eh, the power of the queen it's not the queen it's not second to the king the queen just have a different role and it's a role of like bringing the community of guiding the king as, as well. Mm-hmm. And the king has the role of make things happen. This strong energy of like, find a solution. Go, like, focus. Yeah. And sometimes there's not a king. And sometimes there's no king, there's the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when there's a king, it's beautiful, this collaboration between the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. You know, I, th- I think it's interesting that, you know, I think we need to kind of delineate the difference between women and femininity. Right, so mm-hmm. it's not International Femininity Day; it's International <laughs> Women's Day. So mm-hmm. there can be lots of women with who strongly identify with their masculine side. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, and they need to be celebrated too. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's celebrate. It's all about the ladies. Yeah, today's all about women in general. Mm-hmm. Celebrate this woman body. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. there is also a reality. There's reality within realities. So even if it's a dream, it's still a reality we're living in mm-hmm. and celebrate this body and fully embody. Mm-hmm. That's often uh, in psychosynthesis, and we'll probably do a podcast about psychosynthesis more. But one of the things that Roberto Sojoli said, it's not an issue to be more up there, which means me more transcendental, more in connection, which, which we want to be more in connection, but it's but we mostly need to focus on embodying. Mm-hmm. The thing is that our soul is not fully embodied, and we need to leave a soul on earth, fully mm-hmm. embodied in our body. So celebrate this body as well. 
Yeah, I love that. That's exactly what we need to do is celebrate ourselves and our bodies and the other women around us and um, appreciating them for all the beautiful things that they embody. Uh, That's what today should absolutely be about. And we're done with our, our cacao, I think. I, think I am I, done. I am done my cacao. I think so. I have like I, one more little sip, but I'm pretty much done. I got to go do some man things. <laughs> <laughs> and the so, AC guys uh, coming? Air conditioning. Oh. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mechanical fixing. Thank you but, for doing uh, that. Oh, exactly. you're very welcome. Thank you for being the beautiful ladies in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to have you guys mm-hmm, uh, I'm you. blessed to be living another lifetime with you mm-hmm. you know this time you're the woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have been in the ma- a man in the past yes yes you have uh, in Egypt yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. specifically right? yeah but yeah thank you you're yeah. welcome sweetheart. and thank you for, for for being this beautiful example of the perfect male and woman couple like this embodying the feminine and masculine Divine mm-hmm. feminine, masculine in a couple. Ah. Well, thank you. I need to work on receiving. It yeah. makes me feel like. <laughs> Receive it, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and happy International Women Day. Yes. Celebrate you. women. And I would just say in Italian, viva le donne. Yes. Clink, clink, drink. <laughs> Love to all. Cacao, you later. Cacao, you later.